In this episode, we talk to fitness expert and author of 13 books, Shani Keezer from shaniandjulius.com, about six-packs, getting your kid off, and why having your clients stolen could actually be the best thing that ever happened to your business. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome back, listeners. We've got a great interview in store today, don't we, Michaela? We do. Shani, you know, not our normal interview that we like to do, but she certainly has given us a lot of value that you're going to take away today. I mean, she's a successful entrepreneur, author, mother of five, has a, a growing global brand and still has time to live a healthy lifestyle. And man, there's no excuses that uh, you can put to her that you can't get where you want. And hey, we talk about hot tradies. So Yay. it's good. Yeah, I was very hot <laughs> under the collar. <laughs> so let's get into it. <laughs> so welcoming to the Tradies Business Show today, we have Shani Keezer. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hi, Shani. Uh, so Shani is joining us uh, to talk about a number of things today, um, certainly bringing the female perspective to uh, to the Tradies Business Show. Yeah, about time. I'm feeling a bit <laughs> outnumbered in the uh, studio this morning. But um, Shani uh, is, I guess we'd call you a personal trainer, but more than that now, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mum, uh, you've got a number of books and it all started back in 2011 with uh, Never Diet Again, uh, somewhat controversial perhaps and I think that's a bit of a theme for you and Julius, isn't it? Yeah, uh, is, I think that's that... what the media love about us is <laughs> we don't mind telling the truth. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with the truth. Makes for good stories sometimes. Um, so look, uh, we're going to get stuck in and uh, start firing questions at you, Shani, but um, yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Can you... I'm excited chatting to some, I'm just imagining all these Hot tradies with their shirts <laughs> off, tool belts on. <laughs> nice, nice, big tool belts. Um, so tell us a bit about, uh, I guess, your overall business journey. Uh, did, did it start with the book or did it start Well, it that? started, we were in fitness and had a gym and Julius was in finance um, as a financial um, planner or para planner. He um, sectioned off and he ended up not liking that career. So I went across to our gym and, and we both then worked in our gym, which... Um, was brilliant. We ended up at seven trainers. We were about to start um, franchising or at least opening more gyms. And one of um, just before I had Alexis, which was our second little girl, who's now four, she um, she would have been actually she was three months old. I'd birthed her, and then one of our trainers walked away with forty of our clients, oh. which is um, off nice. our bottom line five grand a week that just was gone a week before Christmas. So we're Ouch. like, oh my goodness. So at that point, you're either fall in a mess and just <laughs> step out of business and never ever go on again, or you shake yourself off and go, okay, it's happened. What do we do about it now? We looked down the path of suing, which would have cost us more money. And there, it was a really long road to go down that path. So we, at that point, and we look back at it now, and we're so grateful it happened because it pivoted us into writing and, and writing our first book, which happened the following year. So very grateful. Thank you for the trainer that stole all those clients <laughs> and, uh, and pushed us in a different direction. So um, from, from that point, and that, that was a really great learning for us because everything that happens to us now, we go, okay, what can we learn out of this? Why has this happened and where is it sending us to? Is it making us get out of the gym and doing something bigger and better, which that was? So now we've got 13 books. We've just released our 13th book. Wow. 
And if that hadn't happened, we may not have ever went down that path. So um, that was a nightmare at the time. And anyway, now we're writing books and um, we've got five kids. We've got a 16 – we've just had a 16-week-old. We want more. Who, who um, was in the studio here uh, just before. <laughs> yeah, and has disappeared. <laughs> yes, he's been whisked away by somebody. Hopefully he's, uh, he's okay. Yep. So, yeah, that's how the journey went for us. Um, and obviously there's been a fitness journey along the way with weight loss for us. Um, I've got – I gained too much weight with with children, um, which was purely my fault. Just eating too much and not eating the right things, and um, and I had and that is I guess embarrassing as well for me because I was in the fitness industry. I should know better. Mm. Um, yep. So I was even more wanting to stay at home and and hibernate and hide because of I like I just said I should know better. But yeah, there's been a huge journey for us, and here we are now. Um, just released our thirteenth book yesterday which is a pregnancy book, about to release another one in January. And we've got another two cookbooks next year. We've got four online programs, which are fitness programs. So things are great yeah, at the moment, which is good. Awesome. Good on you, Shani. So I think Michaela wants to ask this question. I'll let you ask it. Yeah. So I guess, you know, you're a mother, you're juggling an amazing brand, building a business, all those books. I guess from the tradie wife perspective you know we're looking after kids i'm running my own business i'm running my husband's business you know i could live a healthier lifestyle what tips and strategies do you have to people that say look i don't have enough time or they have all the excuses in the world to really get out there and and change their life around and get it all done and i totally get that because i was there with excuses as well of tired time because we still don't we've got five kids um and one of them is 16 weeks and then we've got uh 22-month-old, so almost two, a three-year-old and a four-year-old and then an 18-year-old. So we're also dealing with teenagers with hormones who's just got his license, who's decided now he wants to go clubbing and there's that stress as well, as well as toddlers and nappies. So sleep just doesn't happen in Julius in my world. So lack of sleep, you can get around that because what exercise and good food, will I guarantee you will give you more energy. So if someone tells me that they're not exercising and they're overweight because they're too tired, then don't tell me that because you'll get a slap um, in a nice way. I just think that life is so short. So for someone, because I'm at home um, with the kids, I want to look back on my life when my kids have grown up and I've got grandchildren or, um, you know, right at the end of your life where maybe you're almost dead, like you're at that point and you look back on your life and I don't want to look back on my life and realize I've had all these excuses and haven't achieved. So you can always fit more into your day. Like even now with five children – And people look at me with two children and go, oh, my gosh, how do you do it with five? And when when I had two, it was full on. But it's no different now with five. It's still full on. You just kids fit into your routine. You just work it out. So I exercise with my kids. Uh, Another big thing I get is, well, I prefer to spend time with my kids and have a horrible body than um, and not neglect my kids. Well, my kids exercise with me. I I'm never away from my children. Um, so that's another excuse that I often get. Um, and food-wise, just preparation as well. So the only difference between, say, a mum that's not exercising and that really feels unhappy at the moment with where she's at with her body, she's looking at herself in the mirror and going, where have I gone? Where's my identity gone? I'm not me anymore. I mean, my boobs are just being breast. I'm breastfeeding, you know, like they're not – they're, they're heading south for the winter, my boobs. So um, – Instead of doing that, the only difference between myself and that particular person, because I was there, is discipline and is habits. And I've just created better habits for myself. So, for example, instead of watching TV every night, Julius and I, once the babies are all down, 
And we've, our day starts at by quarter to five. Our day is in well and truly started with the kids up. So, but at night time, once the kids are down, we do a tidy up of the house or one of us does a tidy up of the house and then we, um, we do a workout. And we always, it's non-negotiable, do a workout before bed. If we want to watch um, a movie, a DVD, Saturday night, or we choose a night that that's going to be and we'll get a DVD and we'll enjoy it. But it's not just slug, because I would love, once the kids go down, just to lay on the couch, get out a cake or a pie or something and just <laughs> eat. But it's just the discipline in forcing myself not to do that has been more rewarding and has made me happy. Sure. And I guess also living that healthier lifestyle, you are running a business, you're so much clearer, you've got so much energy Absolutely. in your business. And when you look at yourself, that will reflect in your business as well because you'll be more focused and have more energy to throw into that. And so it'll have that business impact as well. Absolutely. And for anyone that is tired, just a five-minute, ten-minute workout. So if my our Julius and my tired workout, if we're exhausted, is just 50 burpees, which takes about five minutes. Like if you're slow, it'll take you eight minutes, which is not a lot of time. Just kind of roll down and roll back up and roll down. That's a really lazy burpee, but hey, you're still exhausted after it. And after you've done that, uh, get you obviously give yourself a chance to get your breath back and you've got a burst of energy then. So that's a really cool workout that's fast. So even just to find a fast workout just to um, power through the night if, if you need that extra energy at night time. That's right. And there's no excuses either for our boys on the job site not having healthy lunches and healthy meals as well if they pay attention to totally. preparation, preparation and things like that as well. Because you see the um, vans that get around, the pie vans, and oh my God, I cringe because the guys pack a lunch, like really just plan your week ahead and have everything pre-planned in, um, in the fridge. If you've got the spare cash there and you want to invest, there's a few businesses out now that do the... Um, the meal prepping for you so they drop off healthy meals twice a week and you've got them in the fridge in little containers and you just zip those out for you and then you can take them to work but I definitely think I reckon it's cool we should start a new trend tradies taking a lunchbox to work that'd <laughs> we be did cool it at school. We'll get yeah, it back on the job yeah side, I reckon hey? that'd be cool I wonder how many people will steal other guys lunches well. <laughs> <laughs> yours is better than mine we'll be some they're all thing. sitting around with their lunchboxes what do you got in yours <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can smell a business opportunity for instead of the pie van is like a paleo van, you know, get someone oh, totally. around with some uh, some recipes from your book, Healthy Junk, you know, yeah. just dishing out some healthy junk pies. Healthy junk va- a van, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe some tradies business show lunchboxes as well, <laughs> a bit of a promo item there. One thing my husband always says, you know, he's got a bit of a beer gut on him, he doesn't mind a six-pack now and again, and he says, oh, I'm on the tools all day, I'm too exhausted to come home and exercise. What do you say to those guys? Oh, that gosh, are, I'd love you guys using... to throw some excuses at me, that's a great <laughs> idea okay so that is such a good um excuse well it's it's a good one i've heard but it's definitely got a um an answer for it if you're exhausted when you get home he should get on the weights okay does he have a gym membership no okay would he want a gym membership no would he have some weights at home he does and he'll he'll pick them up and he does five um, arm lifts and then he says oh, I'm done and it's a bit of a joke in our house but yep. hey you know you're getting older your tummy's getting a little bit bigger yep. your body's used to what you're doing all day you need to do something different and you need to get out so, so when does he normally go and start to try and do it so do you guys have dinner how does your afternoon work because I'm guessing other people would go through this that's why I just want you to talk me through the scenario sure yeah yeah I mean come home get the kids off the bus and then sits and cracks a beer 
okay. mean, before dinner time. So, yep. you know, there's plenty of opportunity for him to do it. Yeah. Um, but it's just stopping those, you know. Oh, so he needs to find a time in which it works for him. So whether it's once the kids go to bed or it's instead of cracking that beer, because once you've cracked the beer, then you want to do a workout. It's probably not. No. <laughs> you're not really keen. But I promise once he does the workout, he won't want the beer. Yeah. So maybe he should just look at, okay, Saturday night or Saturday afternoon is going to be, I'm going to have, through two, three beers. That's yep. going to be my beer day, and and just narrow it down to that. He might cut. He might get that sexy and and that fit that he won't want beers at all anymore. Like he'll eliminate the beers, but maybe just narrow it down to having beers once or twice a week. Yeah. Um. And then Monday to Friday is his gym workout. He's just got to get in there and do fifteen minutes. So, it doesn't matter how long it takes him. I can even send him a little workout or something like that with weights. Start at the top and work his way down the list, and do not leave until he's finished. He's ticked off those five things that he's going to do. So bench press, squats with the bar, whatever he's got. Um, and I tell you, he'll feel better that he's done it. Yeah. But he's just got to t- tell himself, I'm not leaving until I've done this 15 minutes. Um, and I'm going to put uh, Shani on the spot here, listeners, and uh, get that workout from you. And we'll put that in the show notes for this yeah, episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'll throw a few up. So, so we'll get some uh, tradies workouts. Yeah, uh, cool. They're going to help you guys get a different kind of six-pack. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you guys – what I'll do is I'll give a, a one with weight. So if tradies want to do weights, a cardio one for fast cardio and then one that you don't need any equipment as well. So for people that don't have a lot of equipment or don't have a gym membership, there's just yep. no excuses. We're eliminating everything. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Alyssa's all just turned off. Yeah. Right. Oh, Wait till I get flat. home today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the fridge. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No beers until you've done a workout. That's it. Yeah. So what about from a time perspective, Shani? Because I know you, um, you know, we're talking about, I guess, juggling all these things like working out and eating healthy and planning meals. But I guess it goes back to what Michaela was saying. You know, a lot of our listeners are working very hard and, and they are working long days and then they have to come home often in their businesses and do paperwork and send invoices and sit down and do quotes till 11 o'clock at night. Um, how, how do they fit it all in? I mean, how do you guys fit five kids and 13 books and uh, everything else that you're doing. Yeah, well, that's brilliant. And that's a legitimate excuses time. But a lot of people sleep more than what they need to. Um, like, I mean, we, like, if I'm lucky, I'll get three hours straight sleep. That's a really, um, and I'll sleep, generally, Julius and I sleep about five hours a night. Is um, And that's broken sleep for me because I'm breastfeeding at the moment. Um but you, your body, as long as you're eating good food and you're exercising, your body doesn't need a lot of sleep. So obviously you want to try and work for your eight hours, seven or eight hours a night, but you're still going to survive um, without that. Mm. And I promise once you create the discipline of just 10 to 15 minutes of exercise a day and eating good, clean food. So I don't eat grains, sugar or dairy. I cut all that out because I feel good and I don't want to go back to it. But I mean, some people are fine. Josh Julius will have oats occasionally and he's fine on oats because he'll do that as a carb load. He'll have his oats as a carb load um, with a protein shake in it, like a water and protein. But you've got to work out what what works for you with your nutrition. So, and I, a McDonald's and a beer um, diet is probably. I don't. I like to say that nothing's wrong. But a McDonald's. Someone said that they have McDonald's and beer every day. I'd be like, mm, yeah, we could probably work on that just a tad. <laughs> There's room for improvement. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that um, if you want to do a 45 minutes or an hour, which is most people think they've got to do an hour for results, but you don't. You can do five, ten minutes, and I promise you, the intensity of it, you'll see results. Now. It, 
it depends on what people love. If if men or tradies love to do weights, if the girls and their wives love to do um, cardio, depends. Julius and I love to work out together. It's our date. We get in after the kids go to bed and, and we work out in our undies if we want to get really intimate. <laughs> it's a different <laughs> no, kind of hot it's so, sweaty, yeah, yeah, it's really hot in there So in because the, it's all set up in our garage. So we've decided we have our weights in our garage and we wander in there. So that might be something you guys can do. Um, is not about the undie thing, but just <laughs> <laughs> just work out together and use that as a date rather than because people go out on a date and they go to a restaurant. Why don't you go for a run or um, go for a hike or do something as a couple? So it could be your date day or or so on. So I think that just finding the I mean answer to your question, finding just five ten minutes to start with in your day. Work out where ours is night. Um, if it's been a crazy night and we just say didn't it didn't happen because we had a meeting or something didn't happen, then we'll tag team each other or something like that and we'll get it done through the day. And it'll be a fast workout for me or we'll do it with the kids. So there's never an excuse not to exercise. We work a way around it. Like a lot of the time, Julius will be doing burpees or do a little workout in the backyard and he's got the kids kind of jumping all over him while he's doing it and he's using them as weights. So it can be fun too. So I can strap a couple of kids on the end of a barbell and start uh, doing some deadlifts yeah, with them. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so 13 books, I mean, where do you guys get the time to write all these books? And I know you've got programs online and you're doing uh, media engagements. I mean, how do you fit all that stuff in as well? Well, we've got a, a timetable that we run by. So Julius gets up at about three-ish in the morning and starts his writing. That's his cre- creative time. So he'll write from there. And then um, he comes in... At about five five thirty, he'll or actually probably more six o'clock around that breakfast time, he'll take a quick break and come and have breakfast with us. And then I have the kids. My day starts at around twelve ish, and Julius um, while the kids are sleeping, and then the kids wake at about two ish. Julius finishes work around two. I keep going till about four. We have family time. The kids then crazy time with dinner and everything like that, which is we try to call it calming time, not crazy time. <laughs> um, you know, like where everything's chaos. Everyone that's got kids knows that five yep. o'clock dinner bath bedtime is insanity. <laughs> so once the kids all go down, we tidy up the insanity and work out. And then we're in bed and I will often still have some work to do. So we generally won't, I won't get to bed till about midnight, but Julius crashes straight after his workout because he's got to get up at three o'clock in the morning. So kind of that's our routine. So I don't think other people need to have the same routine, but definitely if you've got a structure as a team and one thing that's worked for Julius and I, there's no dominating partner within our relationship. We're sharing a journey together. There's no boss. Um, if Julius has got a problem with something I'm doing, we talk about it. We've got an extremely open and honest relationship in that regard. If something's on my mind, he'll hear about it and vice versa. I think that's a very healthy relationship. There's no um, – and people look at us and go, oh, my God, you've got the, you're the perfect power couple. You've got like that dream relationship. No, 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 we argue. Um, but there's always a resolution at the end of it because we're two people sharing a road together. Whether that ro- – like I hope we're together for the rest of our lives. Um, we're best friends, but – People come and go in and out of your life. You can't hold someone there. You need to be in a um, compromise, like a uh, – that's not the right word – a relationship where you compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I know uh, Julius didn't always look as good as he looks and uh, yeah. we'll direct people, to, listeners to the website later. Uh, <laughs> but what, what was the turning point for him personally, do you know? Because Julius loves to eat and he'll tell you that himself. Um, and he – and he still juggles every day. He, this, 
with his dad because his dad died a few months ago. It was a real rocky road for him because um, his dad passed away unexpectedly being shot. So it was quite a – yeah, it was just really, really came left field. So that for him was a real learn, uh, turning point. In our latest book that we're writing at the moment that gets released in January, he talks about this, that he saw his brother – at the funeral, and he's got this. He shares the same genetics with his brother, clearly. Mm. And he saw his brother. We saw his brother three months earlier, and he was fat, um, Daniel. And he had at the funeral. Julius was like, rang me and said, "Oh my god, I've just seen Daniel. He's got abs. Like I could put our credit card in his abs." <laughs> I feel weird staring at my brother. Um, but he said that he came home, and from that moment, Julius wasn't fat, but he wanted abs. So he's now um, looks really good. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. So it was this that, is like the ladies' it's edition. It's almost the that point. But also abs mightn't be important to everybody. For us, our bodies, we want to be photo shoot ready all the time just because that's what we do. But health and happiness is important, especially as a family. I mean, if you've got children, your children didn't choose – to come into the world, you chose to have children. So spend time with them, have fun with them. Have They are the craziest, funnest creatures in the world. I love little people. They just say what they want. So if um, you can exercise with them, do that. But you, it's not about the perfect body. It's about doing something every day to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to be happy. Now, one, point, one thing I'd love to ask is uh, if you, your child was in trouble and raced out on the road, could you save them? Could you jump a fence, save your child if someone took off, grabbed your child and ran? Mm. Could you jump – and I've got goosebumps because this is really important. And I want to know that if I need to save my kids, I'm fit enough to swim, I'm fit enough to jump 10 fences if I have to, to save them if I need to. Mm. If I'm quick enough, if they jolt jolt onto the road, I'm after them. It's a good way to look at it, isn't it? Isn't it? it? Yeah, I think so. And and a lot of it – what you're talking about is changing habits uh, and creating new, um, well, creating new habits. But uh, it's also finding something that that drives uh, us in our businesses and and for our listeners, it's the same. It's like finding that thing that motivates them. I mean, you guys are obviously uh, media personalities, so that's a big part of what you do as well. But it's also just about maximising your enjoyment from life and the time with your kids. So absolutely, um, whatever we need to find to to get ourselves motivated, whether it's health and fitness or in our business. It's getting clarity on that, uh, and then keeping that top of mind on a daily basis. Absolutely. So we could we could probably talk about uh, fitness and abs um, all day. Although I'm feeling a little inadequate sitting here. There's no credit cards going near my. Hey, abs. you work out but, hard uh, and you eat well, so you're, um, you're doing really well. So um, I, I want to talk about building a brand as well, Shani. I mean, you guys yeah. have built a very powerful brand, um, and I suppose for our listeners, it it can be a little tough. I mean, uh, you know, they're plumbers, electricians, carpenters, brickies, you know, we've got a myriad of uh, different trades tuning into the show. Um, There's a lot of competition. How do you build a brand that stands out from the other people around you? Well, you create a celebrity. What we've done is create a celebrity for ourselves. So we've been fortunate enough that we've our books create a lot of controversy, a controversy and people really want to listen. So I guess that's why we're up to book number 13 is because people love what we've got to say and they continue to read them. And while they continue to love and read our books, we'll keep writing them. Uh, we've got lots of stuff that we want to bring out next year. So I guess from a tradies perspective is if they want, do they want, I get, what do you, what do you want them to be able to do? Can you give me an example mm. just so I can maybe. So, you know, Bob the plumber yeah. um, and there's maybe 30 plumbers 
in yeah. uh, the yellow pages. Not that anybody anybody looks anybody looks at that looks at that. Any Google plumber or electrician or any any of those trades in pretty much any area in Australia, you'd come up with a really long list of uh, of trades. So how do you actually build a brand that stands out? From those, I mean, what's some of the things you guys have done? Well, Obviously, there's yeah, celebrity. Yeah, that's a, but... gr- um, a great example because you need to be front of mind always. Yep. So for us, we've came out in the media saying fat people are like doll bludgers. Well, that was what the media said. That's not what our book says. It's very <laughs> different to that, but it was enough of where people so were like, we had death then. threats. <laughs> like people wanted to come and punch us. Like we stopped. Um, we don't look at any of the social media social media negativity because it really can affect your momentum with where you're going with your business. So we choose not to read the negative comments. Um, it's really important. I guess that's a tip for anyone out there that gets negative feedback. Just focus on your business and focus on the positive and keep pushing forward. But um, with relation to st- – it would be standing out. So you need to make sure that you're front of mind. How to do that for us, and um, I'm sure people can sort of turn it into their own business – is to keep being in the media um, and bring out new new products. So if someone hated us three or four years ago, they might have been at a, a crucial point with their body or their health where they didn't want to hear it. So when we said that or when something they heard about us or read in our book hit a, hit a nerve with them, they might not have been ready at that point. But if in two, three years' time they might be ready, they'll be like, oh, I might grab Shani's program or Julissa's program or their books or whatever. Um, it might be for a mum or whatever it might be. So I think staying front of mind for um, that particular – so, for example, if you're on the Sunshine Coast and you're a plumber, trying to get on a radio show or trying to – get something, um, a segment, oh, I've got great things on the internet you could do. I've got thousands of ideas in that regard. You can be doing um, advice on if you've got a clogged up toilet with poo. Our kids stuff things down the toilet all the time. Like You've got five kids. I imagine you've had these problems before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Free advice for people. So there's lots of ideas, but staying front of mind would be. So It's about that consistent message too. I mean, you guys are always putting stuff out there and and you're staying in front of even people who don't necessarily follow you. Your message is still out there, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and now we're at a point where if something comes up in the media about pregnancy, we'll get a phone call. If a radio station um, will call us in the morning, I'll get it. We'll get a phone call at five o'clock saying, "Do you mind just chatting on the show this morning?" There was something in the on news.com.au about um, fat children, or yeah, yep. we want your opinion. So we're at a point now, but we had to build towards that. It was never like that because um, when I first started knocking on media's door, um, I got a lot of shut doors. No one was interested. No no phone calls returned. So when we've kind of turned that around, but that was hard yakka. Is is it hard to get into the media, Shani? Um, it is. You've got to have a message. And for us now, we're at a, as I said, we're at a point where we're okay and they call us, but they get a lot of emails and a lot of messages. So you're just a, another one of a lot of people. So you need to think differently when you're contacting the media. So if you've got something you want them to see, don't just send them an email or post them a book in the mail. Put it in a big box with a ribbon, With send some flowers with it. Make it stand out so that they're like, oh, what's this? They want to open it? Give it a catchy heading or you've got to actually think outside the box to catch the media because they do get a lot of – and that's what we did. 
Mm. Yeah. And I guess for um, our trader guys, for them, it's like even having their faces on their websites. It's actually, Absolutely. you know, you've got pictures of you with your kids on your website. It's about them creating about who they are, but actually, yeah. you know, getting their phones out, doing a few videos when they go on site. But just even having some photos, you know, so many trade sites, honestly, don't even have photos of, you know, it says we're a family business, but there's no pictures of them. You know, yeah, so it's just about even absolutely. even in their own things, creating their own celebrity in their mm. in their own. Business. And also another great thing for tradies is, I mean, a lot of tradies work with their shirts off, or if they're on the tools. But if there's some tradies out there with good bodies, I mean, milk it, oh. sexy sexy plumber. Sexy builder. <laughs> Tradies business show calendar 2015. Yes, totally. Like really milk yeah, it. I think, I think we'll have to talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> so they should really utilize that profile for themselves. If they've got a good body, get a photo shoot, actually put on their website, sexy trader, just tradie or sexy. You could actually have heaps of them. Sexy plumber, sexy. So there's another business for you. Yeah. <laughs> What's Julius like and, with a um, hammer and a screwdriver? <laughs> Because a lot of the times it would be, I'm guessing, if there's a problem with the um, plumbing at home, it would be the wife that would call. I'd call a sexy plumber before I'd call an old dude. <laughs> you just wouldn't tell Julie. <laughs> Julie's be like, are you a sexy plumber coming around here? So, so on that whole brand thing, and, and you touched on this a little bit earlier about social media and negative reviews and, and negative feedback, um, I'll, uh, I'll jump right in and, and bring up the, the Chrissy Swan uh, yeah. episode uh, where you guys had a bit of a stoush um, about an issue. But what, uh, I mean, did that have an impact on your business and how did you manage the, the negative press, obviously, but mm-hmm. also um, just some of the average punters seeing all of that negative comment and the haters out there? I mean, did, how did you guys approach that? Um, we had a lot of support for the Chrissy Swan thing. That came really left field for me because they contacted me that night wanting to do an interview on morning sickness because I'd come out and said that I've cured my morning sickness uh, and the media want to know how. And obviously there's people that goes, no, you can't. You can't cure morning sickness. And there's um, a yes and a no for that whole topic. But so they called and wanted to do that. And then when I was in the radio interview, Chrissy went left field and asked me about why do you call think fat people are lazy? Do you think I'm lazy, Shani? And um, that's how that came in and it just went viral. So for me, I was not prepared for that. I did not expect that to yeah. happen. So in that particular situation, because that's happened to us quite a few times where um, the media have spun something, which they do beautifully, and they get us great publicity. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then we just don't get on Twitter and Facebook and all of that. We just eliminate that. Um, and focus on our goal, which is helping people to live a healthy, happy life. We just 100% stay focused on our, on our message, which is you, you can find time to look after your health. There's no excuse. You don't want to get to your deathbed and look back on your life and realize all the excuses you've had and have regrets because I promise you that you will have regrets if you've got excuses. So that's our message. So for the Chrissy Swan thing, we, we just truly, um, you can't stop negativity. It's going to happen. I love everyone to love me. That's my thing and I'm working on it. And Julius doesn't care who who loves him, who hates him. He'll just tell the truth. So Julius and I are a great partnership in that regard as he's really taught me it doesn't matter. You can't have everybody love you. You can't have every single person um, believe in us and, what, and we can't cater for everybody. That's so right. if someone isn't happy with something that you've done, if – you with your integrity know that you've done a great job then you just move on if you because obviously if something's wrong with a job they'd go back and fix it of course but if it's nothing you've done who cares just move on 
Cool. Yeah, you really can't do anything, can you? Really? So it's about? just staying on your message yeah. and not getting dragged into the because uh, you can. The slanging match. When we first, we didn't know how to um, expe- expect it. So when we first came out about the doll bludger, fat people are doll bludgers, we had thousands and thousands of messages and a lot of them were haters and death threats, which I said earlier. Um, so we had to stop um, looking at it. We didn't. We don't even bother replying. So when we get a negative message, if it's negative enough, it gets removed or blocked. Um, if it's kind of borderline, it can stay there. And our we've got a following now where they where our followers protect us, so they'll get into an argument and yep. we stay out of it. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. And they say you haven't made it till you got a few haters. So. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our and first yeah. one. <laughs> and then the higher you get, there are more haters apparently too. So we'll see. Bring on the haters. <laughs> yes. So if you've got any hate mail, please address it to Shani. At <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, look, uh, you really went through a major change to your business model as well. And, and for our listeners, um, some of them are currently working for somebody else. Um, some are just like a man in a van, so a sole trader that might be looking at transitioning to employing people, so changing the model that they're running under. You guys had a, a, a bricks and mortar personal training business, yep. and you're now 100% online. Yep. Pretty much, you guys are fitness experts, and you, you're selling books and, and online programs. Yeah. Was there any, um, I guess, hassles or challenges in changing that model? We just went with it. I think it, don't be afraid of change, and we've always embraced change because you get very caught up. It's scary. Like when we had a bricks and mortar business, and like what I said earlier with. Um, the trainer that took 40 of our clients, that was a push, a big shove. Things have got to change. So um, from that moment, we've always now embraced change. So I think that it's really important to keep growing and keep moving. Um, and there's a set path that you'll go on and just let it happen. So we're now getting contacted from the States, people wanting us and brands wanting us to be ambassadors for their brand, um, which is exciting. This only happened in the last few weeks. We're starting to get offers. So obviously we're building a presence globally now, which has been happening over a long time. This hasn't happened overnight. So um, for us, it's exciting and there's an exciting 2015 coming. But I think it's important. The one thing that... um, will be the same for us and for any tradies out there is just embrace change and grow and don't be afraid of change because otherwise you'll get to the end of your business life and you'll still be on the tools as a sole trader. And if that's not what you want, you've got to keep just pushing, even though it's scary. Fear means that you're moving in that, you know, just embrace that fear feeling. Absolutely. I think fear is a big thing for our guys. You know, they really yeah. don't like change or they're frightened what the future holds. And fear, and really, holds, and fear really holds them back from really stepping up and making a true successful business. Yeah. So I think embrace that fear feeling because you'll always have it. Every, every next step you take, even with weight loss, anything that's unknown and you're moving into what you feel is darkness, which is an unknown area, um, there's that fear and perturbation there. So just push through it and just conquer it because it's exciting when you get to the other side because really you make a mistake, oh, well, you get back on your feet. Everything works out. What scares you the most, Charlie? I guess for us, we want to be able to provide for our children. Having children there is a real fear for us. And Julius and I have the same fear. And it's if anything ever happens to our children, because it's so unpredictable as parents. And I know every parent would go, absolutely. Like you don't want your children to get sick. You don't want anything to happen to your children. So for us, our fear is our kids. Yeah. We like to um, keep them safe. Cool. And that obviously drives you to do what you do. Yeah. So I'd love to know, what's one of the best pieces of business advice you've been given? 
I think for me, I like to control my situation and you can't always do that. Birthing's been a really good ex- experience with not being able to c- control change because you can't, if you have a natural birth, your baby comes when it's ready. You can't control that. I've learned that. So for my, my best piece of advice is just um, roll with life. Like you can plan, but um, if you don't control it too much, you that disappointment won't be there. So for me, that, that's been such a huge learning. And recently, it's just roll with how life goes. Pl- like plan as best you can, but um, things go off track sometimes and just nudge them back on, but don't stress about it. Yeah. And so one thing we like to ask our guests is have they had a good or bad tradie experience that comes to mind? Anything for you? I've had mainly good ones, to be honest. I think tradies are pretty good. Like if um, they need to come back and fix something, they're good um, at doing that. But for me, we one thing that sticks out is we had an electrician that came back so many times to fix this fault with the house where, the, where you'd turn a light on and it had shut down the whole house. He kept saying it was fixed. I'm like, no, it's still happening. But then when he come out, it would, wouldn't happen. <laughs> like, is this house haunted? <laughs> What's going on? So, but it wasn't. Uh, and in the end, he ended up just not coming back. He's like, there's nothing wrong with it, but it was still never ever fixed. So, was it? Oh God, I wonder whether it was actually haunted and it was a ghost that was doing it. But yeah, that was that's our. It's not that bad, but it's that's our the point probably when you one sell experience. the house to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a car. As Move soon as along. you get a gremlin in the car, it's time to trade it in. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. So, uh, so what's next for Shani and Julius? I mean, you mentioned the USA before. So we've just released PregFit, which is our pregnancy book that released yesterday. And then we've got another couple of books coming out next year, an online program. So we're going to keep pushing with that side of things. For us, our bodies um, and our brand will get bigger next year. And then ideally down the track, we'd love to do uh, all, all around year summer, so live six months in the state, six months here, and be able to cater because summer is our industry. You know, like people worry about their bodies in the summer. So if we can do an all year summer, would be pretty cool. So that's down the track as well, and then definitely another baby on the cards. Yeah, um, going for number we, six. We hey? need, yeah, we need even numbers. Six is good. <laughs> and um, yeah, Hello, so Hugo. just <laughs> and Hugo's <laughs> like, what? Got, another baby already? You're palming got me the off. The newest member of uh, the Keyser clan in the the studio here. So. I'm kissing the mic instead of you. <laughs> <laughs> you that's, that's what juggling a business and motherhood does to you. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, there's lots happening. Um, and I guess while people are reading our books, which they are, we'll keep writing. And we've got another two cookbooks coming out next year as well. Cool. And, you know, never a, an idea to have a, a tradie fit and cookbook that they can, you know, how to work out on a job site or something like that. Yeah, I never yeah. know. Yeah, well, I'll definitely send you guys some workouts, I promise, um, some fast workouts to work for tradies. But definitely no more excuses. Just fit something in. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Tradie fit. I like yeah, it. tradie yeah. fit, definitely. <laughs> you heard it first on uh, the Tradies <laughs> Business Show, guys. Well, look, Shani, uh, thank you so much for coming in and uh, bringing little Hugo with you as well. Uh, he managed to do pretty well, actually, to uh, to survive that long. But, um, yeah, great to see uh, the success you guys have achieved. I'm really looking forward to seeing some more from you guys in 2015. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Pleasure. Bye. Well, what a great interview with Shani. I know my husband's not going to be overly impressed about this afternoon when I go and chain the fridge up and getting out walking after eight hours <laughs> on the tools today. No beer for you. No, 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 no. We walk now. <laughs> Yes, it was a great interview and um, I think my big takeaway from that uh, time with Shani was really around habits and that applies to all of us across our, our businesses and personal life is to be really mindful of 
our habits, whether they're good or bad, and um, and just reframe those and rebuild them in terms of the habits we want or need to have to get the results that we want. That's right. It's all about priorities, isn't it? Knowing yeah. what they are and, and putting yep. your routine in place for that. And so for me, it was all about, you know, we all face negative setbacks in our business and it's not using them as an excuse. It's seeing what you can take away from them, what you can learn and just roll with it. And, you know, they're now not growing a global brand because they had someone steal their clients. So probably the best thing that ever happened to them. And, you know, they're at home every day now, totally online. So really take those setbacks, see what you can learn, and they could be the best thing that happened to you. Don't use them as an excuse. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Have someone steal your clients and it catapults (laughs) your business to success. Great. So uh, if you want to find out more about Shani and Julius, go check out their website at shaniandjulius.com. That's S-H-A-R-N-Y and julius.com. And we'll make sure we put Shani's uh, tradies workouts. We might have to get a tradies wife workout uh, from her as well. We'll put those up in the show notes for episode eight. Great. And we'd love you to send your photos in if you're doing any of those uh, workouts. <laughs> <laughs> Using your kids as weights or something. <laughs> That's make right. sure you, uh, you know, look after their safety first, of course. Yeah. And so if you want to know more about the show, go to tradiesbusinessshow.com. And so you never miss another episode. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a ratings and review. We'd love to get your feedback on how the show's going. And if you'd like to be a feature question on an upcoming show, make sure to go to the website and leave us a voicemail. Until next episode, bye for now. See ya. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.